From College Station, Texas, this is the Drake Tadero Show. I'm excited to be here with my friend, the man, the myth, the legend, Kendall Lewis, man. Happy to have you on, bro. Thanks, bro. What's up, man? Man, dude, it's been a minute. Dude. It has, I know. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a good while. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. So, I want to talk to you about your last fight. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 44-second knockout. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened, dude? I mean, dang, it was it was a crazy feeling, I guess. I mean, I've been in many a fights, but it's just I love fighting in town. I love fighting home at home in front of all my fans. Everybody's there. It's just a different atmosphere. But like, I mean, dude, it, we everything that we did in camp took over into the fight, and it was just it was beautiful. Uh, Keep going. Hit him with a hit him with a knee, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was pretty pretty good, pretty fun, good feeling. I mean, but ready to go again. <laughs> now, did you like see this guy fight before you fought him? Do like fighters watch film? Yes, yeah. Uh, we we watched a lot of film. We studied. Uh, I mean, we pick up like tendencies on stuff they do. Like if they throw a jab and drop their hand after. Or if they're a ground specialist or a straight kickboxer and has knockout power or something like that. But yeah, we watch we watch film, study, and then we take it over in the in the training camp, formulate a game plan, and and go from there. So, um, so did you expect it to be so quick? I didn't. I honestly didn't know it was forty four seconds. I I never really. I think I'm always in there longer than what I am. Until the announcer says forty four seconds, I was like, "Holy crap, that was that was fast!" I didn't really realize it until after the fight. <laughs> what was your perception of time? Um, I mean, I felt like I was—I don't know. I can't. I mean, I felt like I was in there probably a, a good minute, two minutes at least. Um, it's just adrenaline pumping. I'm ready to fight. Everything's going through the motions and everything, and yeah, it was. I just feel like I'm in there for a while. <laughs> whenever it's over, it's like, holy crap. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, pretty good. So what does it feel like to knock someone out? Like, what kind of feeling do you get through your body? Like, I know it's probably, like, yeah, abundant, but what is it? I mean, it's like excitement, I would say. And it's like beast, the beast mode. You know how, like, Ray Lewis, beast mode, go beast mode. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I felt like I was like, like nobody can touch me. After you knock somebody out, it's like, holy, like nobody can, I got power. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah, a weird yeah. feeling, but yeah, it's yeah. an excitement type of feeling. You know what I mean? Um. So I had uh, this question for yeah. you. And, and uh, ever since you fought, I've been actually wanting to ask you this question. So I was like, man. <laughs> I'm glad I have a podcast. Right? Yeah. I'm fucking asking this question. Um, so the Kindle I know is this funny, goofy, dad jokes, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, God-fearing, cool dude, man. But uh, in the octagon, <laughs> I saw this beast, yeah. this, this animal. So yeah. I guess what I'm asking is, what is there something you do to change your mindset from calm, passive to aggressive, yeah, you yeah. know, like, uh, I mean, it's, it's, 
just calm, calmness. It's it's like you know how when uh people meditate, right? Like they meditate, they focus their mind on one thing and one thing only. So whenever I go into my fight, right before the fight, the day of the weigh-ins, day of the fight, it's my mentality is focused strictly on fighting. You see what I'm saying? God and fighting is the only thing I'm thinking about. So whenever I'm like prepping and everything mentally, I just like, okay, clear everything. It's like, uh, I was watching like Bruce Lee. He says like, be water, flow. It can flow or it can crash. So be like water. See what I'm saying? So get that mentality of flow. Everything you did in training camp will pay off. Everything you did, all the, everything that you built up to this point will pay off. Focus on that. Focus on the heartaches. Focus on all the injuries you have. Focus on fighting. And then let it out in the cage. Let all that emotion out, the anger out in the cage. You know what I'm saying? I'm not ever angry or emotional when I fight, but it's mentally letting that stuff out. Letting letting go. It's having I'm having fun. And it's yeah, I get that question a lot. <laughs> Everybody like, why are you? How are you so nice? But whenever you fight, it's like a different person. Yeah, I'm the same person. Just the, I have goals I want to reach. So he's in the way of a goal of mine. So like, I'm trying to get this bag. <laughs> knock this cat yeah. out. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. Hundred uh, percent. Man, so, that's, that's dope. Yeah. So you're basically saying it's like controlled. Yes, anger. exactly. It's because if you if you go out there like you know how you get mad when you're a kid, you throw tantrums and stuff. It's like no point. You get nothing. You gain nothing from that. But if you control your emotions whenever you're fighting, you're not okay. He hit me. You're gonna get hit as a fight. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting mad, and then when you get mad, you lose technique. Your mind is clouded, and all this stuff. So whenever you fighting, everything is controlled, calm, controlled. Cause even even um, one of my friends call, he was telling me, he was like, dude, you're so calm. It's crazy. It's scary. Like, if you ever, you ever watched Conor McGregor fight, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you watch Conor, look at how calm he is whenever he first starts. Everything is calm. He's not throwing wild punches. He's not throwing anything crazy. You know what I'm saying? Everything is calculated and controlled. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's pretty cool when you actually understand and think a little bit. Like, holy crap, this dude's so calm cool and collected you know what i'm saying so it's once you find that calmness that's the next that's just that's a big step mma any fighting any i think any sport is 70 percent mental and the rest physical anybody could be i wouldn't say anybody but you can be a, a professional athlete if you have the mentality to be you can be a millionaire if you have that mentality See what I'm saying? Like grinding. You know, you have to work. You have to do such certain things. You know what I'm saying? You can you can do these things. You just have to have the mental mentality to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, and I watched a lot of Eric Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched a lot of Eric Thomas, and when I'm working out and stuff, and he motivates me. So he motivates me to motivate myself. Stupid question. Who is Eric Thomas? Eric Thomas. Yeah. You never heard of Eric Thomas. <laughs> All right, he's so a dumb guy who does not know. He's Eric a, he's he's one of the top motivational speakers in the world. Okay. He he do like he um I watched the same one, the same doc, the same documentary over and over. Every every fight camp, the same one. It's be beast mode. If you look it up on YouTube, Eric Thomas beast mode, be a beast. So is he partnered with um 
Marshawn Lynch. No. No. His, like, I, that, that's like his slogan, but that's just one of his like that was like the the title of it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Be okay. a beast. Okay. So it's pretty. It's a pretty good documentary. You should our YouTube channel. You should look at it. Eric Thomas, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, always need the extra push. Yeah. So you know, this is this is dope because I never get to ask you questions. Like <laughs> so how did you become a fighter? Like was oh, there a okay. life event? Was there like, yeah, I don't know, like well, what transpired to make you say, I want to take people's lunch money? Okay, so like, uh, first off, it's all started. My boy Chris Stark, he uh, he was training at Wendy in College Station, and so Chris trained before you. Yes, okay. so Chris was training before me, and he had it was like it's called Spar Wars, like a hard sparring match against like other gyms. And stuff, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this. It's like a hard sparring. It's like it's it's like simulating a real fight, but without it being a real fight. If that makes sense, like without it going on your record or anything like that." So I was like, "Okay, this was like right out of high school." And I was like, "Okay, so I said, if you do it, I'll do it." So I'm watching Chris like train. I go up there with him, help him out the gym every now and then. It was fun. And then Chris fought, and he hit a dude with a Superman punch, dropped him. It's on YouTube too. It's crazy. It's funny, but uh, then I look back at those days. But he uh, hit a Superman punch, beat the dude up, and I was like, "Dang!" Now I gotta like take that bet on. <laughs> so, and it was it was right I, right after high school. So I was like, "Man, I need to. I want to stay active. Do something to keep me in shape. That way, I'm not getting big or you know what I'm saying stuff like that." So I just started training, and then I did Spall Wars, and then I was like, "Holy crap! This is actually fun." You know what I'm saying? I got hit a few times, but it wasn't like super bad. I did pretty fairly well for it being my first time uh, actually punching and kicking. You know what I'm saying? And then after that one, I did another one and I did another one. And then next thing you know, because I, I, I grew up watching Anderson Silva. He was like, he's like my favorite fighter. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That He was the first fight I've ever watched in the UFC. It was Anderson Silva when he fought Chris Lieben on his UFC debut. Uh, and... <laughs> like I did one Spar Wars did another one kept going and then next thing you know I'm fighting amateur I'm fighting a fight I'm actually fighting MMA you know what I'm saying and then from there it was just keep going <laughs> so I mean it's 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 all funny how it all happened you know yeah, so yeah. that's dope it was off a of bet, basically. No, I never knew that about you, actually. Like, I wasn't sure how you actually got into it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's honestly cool. So, what stopped Chris from fighting? Like, why did he stop? He had a uh, he had a heart condition yeah, yeah, that yeah, he yeah. couldn't okay, he okay. couldn't uh, put too much stress on it and strain. And yeah. he he wants to, he wanted to, but he didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? He's listening to his doctors, which is a smart thing. Smart. Yeah. yeah so smart. so that's the only reason why he didn't pursue that. I think, but. He's got a Superman punch knock <laughs> the record. Yeah, I mean, he's he been, um, he been doing record. bodybuilding lately, so who's getting jacked? Yeah, dude, he told me he PR'd like 270 on like page the other day. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. telling him I PR'd like 195. Not kidding. <laughs> all proud and shit. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I just hit 270 today. Yeah, I went and worked out with him. I, I lifted with him the other day. I do have, I'm still sore from lifting with him. He tore you up. Yeah. Like, dude, I've been wanting to go work out with him actually. Uh, he offered, but uh, I can take him up on it. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. Take him up on it, but don't do what you can do. Don't look at him and be like, oh, man, I can do this. 
Because I'm telling you, it sucks. <laughs> I can do this. It's like I'm not gonna be a little girl. You know that's that, that's you know how I'm saying like. But that's what I did when I, I worked out with Z one day, and Z was like, "Yeah, just do what you can, man. Do what you can." You know, Z a big dude, right? So Z grabbing like seventies. We doing dumbbell press, and I'm over here. I ain't gonna be. I'm gonna grab like fifty. <laughs> I'm over here like. That's tough. I'm struggling, and I was like, "All right, bro, I'm gonna go." I'm gonna, he said, I "Need to go down." I said, "Nah, man, nah, I got it." And I, I was like, "Nah," I'm out. and I was like, "Nah, I ain't going down." And he's like, "No, bro, you need to go down." <laughs> and then, like later on, I had Dom. So Dom's is like, it feels like your muscles stretch, and then it feels like somebody's scratching you from the inside, and you can't scratch it because it's your muscles. You know what I'm saying? So I had Dom's for like a week. Because I rip my muscles. You know, how when you work out, you basically rip in your muscles to build them up, to make yeah, them big. Yeah, yeah. I did it, but I rip ripped them, and it was bad. Like I, my whole chest was sore for like a week. I'm over here scratching my chest. It hurts, itches. Never ever, if y'all listen, <laughs> listening to me, always lift what you can and comfortably. You want to get the best lift in, the best reps ever. Don't. Be ego. I had an ego problem, and I'm over here trying to live. Fifty. I had twenty five. <laughs> so Z was like, "Yep, you gonna learn. You learned your lesson, didn't you?" I said, "Sure did. I'll never do it again." Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, you go to the gym and you see all these buff dudes lifting super heavy. You're like, man, I can do that. steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, those they guys probably are. But you know, you go to the gym and you see those big buff dudes lifting, and you're like, man, I can do that. I do that that strong, and then you do it, you're just like, holy crap, it's, I can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's that's. <laughs> that's that was funny, man. I swear. Uh, don't look at those, those dudes are just right in the buttocks, dude. Right <laughs> Most of them are. Some of them are. So, what style do you specialize in? What style of martial arts? Like, I say, okay, so I'll give you like a timeline. So I started Muay Thai when I first when I first started training. Everything was Muay Thai. Basically, if you don't know what Muay Thai is, is eight limbs. You got knees, our knees, elbows, punches, and kicks. You know what I'm saying? We call it the eight limb. Because uh, kickboxing is basically hands and feet. But Muay Thai is elbows, knees. It specializes in that. So I learned Muay Thai. And then I started, once I started, after my first MMA fight, I started doing a little jiu-jitsu. But I never really stuck with it because I like the punch, I guess. Um, and then I started doing uh, karate. Karate is cool, especially to incorporate into MMA. Cause I like throwing a lot, I like throwing a lot of kicks. Whenever I first started, I had a fear of getting punched. So for me, the best way not to get punched is to kick them away from me. I can kick you as much as I want without having to worry about getting punched. Like push kicks, teeps, and stuff like that. Um, and then I started doing karate, and then now I'm doing like all of the above. So, but I would say more of a striker in a point, you know what I'm saying? So, more of a karate style Muay Thai guy. You been working on your ground game? Yeah. 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 Every now and then, uh, I, I, I like wrestling more than I do jujitsu. I, I don't, I don't know why, <laughs> but because my coach, she'll probably be pissed when he sees this, but because <laughs> he know, he tells me all the time, like, do more jujitsu, do more jujitsu, do more jujitsu, you know, so. But I always figure if I can learn how to defend every um, submission that's thrown at me and get out of it safely without putting myself in like another position to get submitted or anything like that, then 
I'm good. You see what I'm saying? I, I don't I, I don't like I don't have to learn offense if I know all the defenses to it. See what I'm saying? Jiu-Jitsu is it's really complex when you go in depth with it. You know what I'm saying? But I, whenever I'm learning, I try to think of it like striking. You know what I'm saying? So like if I throw a jab, it's like a guillotine in a sense. So it's because it's like a basic because people shoot in on you, shoot for takedown at your legs, you put up a guillotine. It's like the most common uh submission in the UFC. Uh, I was talking to Alex Morano about that, and but basically it's like a chess match on the ground whenever you grappling, and the same thing with striking. It's like if I throw a jab and he slips this way, what can I hit him with? See what I'm saying? Or if I throw a kick to his head and he moves back, what can I hit him with? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like if I go for a guillotine, he gets out of it. Where where would he go from there? You know what I mean? So it's like it's super complex and I'm still learning all of jujitsu. You know what I mean? Even even when you're a black belt, they say have a white belt mentality, meaning like always learn. You can always learn from a lower belt, you can always learn from anybody. You know what I'm saying? No matter what their belt status is. You know what I mean? Same thing with striking, like like I'm a pro, but I can learn from amateurs. You see what I'm saying? I can learn a bunch of stuff from anybody, you know what I'm saying? So I just, that's just what I take on. I'm mainly a striker though. I like punching and kicking. Yeah, I and saw that. I can tell, dude, I can tell, dude. It's fun. And you got the length to, you know, keep kids. Like that guy you were going against, like what was his style? You'd say he was more of a grappler? Or he, I think he was more of a grappler. I'm gonna take some of this. Yeah. I think he was more of a, a, a grappler slash brawler. But he was probably honestly one of the coolest Opponents I faced in a while. He was uh he was real nice after he was. I talked to him a little bit after the fight, you know, and it's it, especially in our sport. A lot of people think it's a lot of like one question I was asked a while back is like, do you hate your opponent when you fight him? And it's like, no, it's like a sport. It's like football. You know what I'm saying? In football, you go out there, you butt heads, you running people over. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same concept. Like it's just a sport. I don't hate anybody I fight. You know what I mean? So maybe I was different. I was too a sports person. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> on a competitive level, yes. But like, as far as like, oh, I hate you. Like, nah, I don't. I don't have no. I don't hate nobody because we fight. You get that cheap shot in there, and you're like, all right, forget this dude. Man. That's different though. I mean, it's not like a hate thing. It's like, okay, now I'm really gonna beat you up. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> especially cheap shots. Was he at the? Is that the famous Gracie gym that like I always hear about? Um, the guy who learned jujitsu in like Brazil or something? Yeah, like uh, you talking about like Royce Gracie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that the gym that he was fighting at? I uh, I think so. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was at a Gracie gym. Yeah, I expected him to be badass. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he might have been. It could have been off day. But yeah, you never know. I, you never know. No lie, bro. If I saw you in the ring, I'd have to come <laughs> off day too, bro. No, I mean, we we all have off days. I mean, it is what it is, but. I try. The thing is, you gotta have. You gotta. You try your best not to have your off day on the day of competition. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you just gotta like leave whenever we go train. Whenever I train, everything, everything else that has nothing to do with training, leave it at the door and go be there to train. You know what I'm saying? You had that mentality going into training. You had that mentality going into your fight. You know. Um. So. You know, I wanted to talk to you. 
like so you go to work you got like a day job you got yeah. a family mm-hmm. you train you got to eat somewhat decent in there what's a day in the life like for you um during training like a, like if i have a fight coming up or something like yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. i mean <clears throat> man i um i try to wake up early in the morning and work out sometimes i don't it just depends on how tired i am but i wake up at like eight or like really like seven wake up at like seven get ready for work go to work at like nine i get off some days at like six some days at like seven so it just depends on the workload and what all we got to do at work you know what i'm saying uh and then after work i go train until like nine and i go home eat <laughs> play with Aaliyah, play with laney hang out with laney and then go to sleep and do it all over again. So, I mean, basically, and if I I have a fight, I'm I'm getting a lot of phone calls at work from sponsors and, you know, trying to balance working, fighting is pretty hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm always at work. You know what I'm saying? I work six days a week. So it's just trying to find that balance in there. But once I'm able to quit, you best believe I'm gone. (laughs) Because I'll be able to, like, I already, I already have like it planned out once I'm able to not work, like a workout schedule. You know what I'm saying? I, in my in my head, it's like I train early in the morning, take a quick nap, eat breakfast, train in the midday, and then train at night. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it does suck a little bit because some days, like if I work super late, I can't go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm too late for class. Class normally starts at like 5.30, 6.30, and like 7.30. You know what I'm saying? So if I ain't there by like 6.30, I'm missing class. I miss the whole class before that. If I ain't there until 7.30, I miss two classes. You know what I'm saying? So, But when I am there, I try to get the most out of the time that I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes we I may have to stay a little later than normal at the gym. And that's, I mean, it is what it is. I want to get to where I want to get to, so I do stay later. You know what I mean? But basically, I mean, work six days a week, go to work, go to the gym, go home. Yeah. So, and it, the good thing is, though, Lainey is understanding. My wife is understanding. Like, whenever I have a fight, I tell her, like, hey, probably won't see you that much. You know what I'm saying? Because cause her work schedule, she goes to work from, like, seven to, like, three. You know what I'm saying? And when she's off work, I'm at work and then I go straight to the gym from work and then I get home. They're probably asleep. You know what I'm saying? So it's just trying to find that balance and stuff and make it work. But that's a day life for me. <laughs> I don't really do that much. Go home. What's your diet like? Diet? I've been eating chicken and rice for the past like month. You're on that Chris Starr diet, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, it, so my last count. It was probably the best weight cut I ever had. I only had to cut like six pounds. So the day before, so how cut weight weight cut works for me, I'll diet and then like the week of the fight, I'll cut my diet in half. And then like I'll cut my meals in half. Sorry, I cut my meals in half and then I'm drinking got two gallons of water up until like let's say weigh-ins are on Friday. Up to two gallons of water on Tuesday, go to a gallon on Wednesday. Or, yeah, no, go half a gallon on Wednesday, drink that, at, basically while I'm at work, so I feel good. 
And then on like Thursday, I got to cut weight cut so I can weigh in. I'll weight cut that morning and then go weigh in and then good to go. But yeah, I've lost like, I had only had to lose like six pounds. So it's probably the best weight cut I had because I ate chicken and rice. <laughs> What's the but, biggest weight cut you ever had? <laughs> Why you laughing? It was like 20 pounds, dog. Oh my gosh. It was, it was pretty bad. You uh, were uh, 190? Uh, I probably was like 25. I was like 195. Oh, snap. So this was my first fight ever. This is probably the worst weight cut. Drew Z can tell you about it. Chris can tell they're all with me. So the weigh-ins were that Friday evening at like two o'clock, right? In Houston. So we had to literally so the it was Friday at about two. So that Thursday night, I'm sitting in a sauna cutting like 10 pounds. I had to cut 10 pounds. To, or I cut as much as I could, basically. And then I, I cut, I probably cut like 10 to 12 pounds that day. And then I like stopped because I was like, my body was aching. I was tired. I was like, bro, we can just pick it up in the morning. So in the morning, I was just like, we'll do Epsom salt bath. So Epsom salt bath, you get Epsom salt, you pour it in there, like get the water as hot as you can bear it. And then get like uh, green rubbing alcohol, put it in there. It's like a chemical. It's like, it's weird. I don't know how it works, but it works. So you get the water super hot. You get the Epsom salt. You pour it in there. You get the green alcohol. You pour it in there. The rubbing alcohol. Basically, the alcohol open up your pores and then the salt takes all that extra water out of you. And I put a towel, over, like a hot towel over my face. So I'm sweating while I'm in the bath and just everything's just like pulling out of me. It's crazy. It's crazy how it works. And then we did that. I was like 15 pounds, I think, that that time. It was like 13, actually. I was 13 that day. And then we had to drive to Houston. I had to do all of that within from like 7. We started like 7 until like 12. So because we had to drive to Houston, you know what I'm saying? And we don't want to be like for weigh-in. So I had to basically cut 13 pounds within that window. And it sucked. Like when I tell you I could barely walk, I could barely walk. And it, it's it's a scary thing, bro, because some people get really, they hurt them, they get injured, like they they get really sick from cutting weight. You know, you know how people look, like their face looks sunk in and all that stuff? It's bad, bro. Like, you could die from it. And I told myself, I'll never do it like that ever again. And ever since then, every every weight cut is different. But every one, every one weight cut I've done, I learned from it. I know how my body is now. I know what to do, what not to do. You know what I'm saying? So I just learned from it and never, ever, ever. It's so unhealthy. <laughs> um, I saw that video of like Chuck Liddell and he was like another fighter and they were like holding the door to like yeah. not let the guy out. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. My coach did that to me too. Before. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to get out of there. This, yeah. This was, how long would you spend in the summer? I, I do 30. The first two sessions is uh, 30 minutes. How far apart? I do 30 minutes on, like 10, 15 minutes out, and then 30 minutes back. Because you don't want to lose the sweat. But basically, I'll get in the sauna with I get in the sauna with my sauna suit on the first 30 minutes, right? And then we'll get out and then we'll have like blankets or towels. So I can't take my sauna. I want to keep my sweat going, but I want to stay out of the hot environment so I don't have a heat stroke. You see what I'm saying? So I keep keep my sauna suit on. I will wrap me in blankets. And hot towels and stuff like that. So we're I'm wrapped up on the floor, laying down. I was laying down like this, and then like 
timer went off. I had to get up, go back in the sauna. I left my sauna suit on the first two times, and then I take it off after. So, but yeah, now I got an in-home sauna. It's like a um, a portable sauna. It's the best investment I ever bought because I don't have to go anywhere to cut weight. I can cut it in my garage. And first off, it's already hot in your garage in Texas in a, in a uh, summer, and it works better for me. So I can I can cut as much as I want without. I can cut it in the middle of the night. You know what I'm saying? Because you go to like True Fit or something, you gotta like leave at a certain time. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. but it makes it, it made it way easier for me. So, Jesus, I think yeah. my max is but, like twenty three yeah. minutes or something. I almost died. I yeah. was like, <laughs> I think you get, I think you kind of get used to it. I don't know. I've been doing it for so long. I just kind of it sucks, but it's just like, like I said, mentally embracing that suck, embracing it. Like it sucks, but That's I got to do suck it. to embrace. Yeah. <laughs> like when my phone like overheats, I'm like. I think it's not bad at this yeah. point. <laughs> but then I go from, from 30 minutes, I go to 15. That way I ain't in there. But I take the sauna suit off. I take all that stuff off. And then, because my pores basically opened up by then, and then I'm just like letting the sweat roll. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember one time I took the, my sauna suit off, and I like dropped the sweat out, dude. It was disgusting. But it was like it was like at least two or three pounds of sweat just fell out. <laughs> it was it. <laughs> It's pretty nasty, but yeah. Oh, if you never ever weight cut it, only thing I would recommend is you do it with somebody who know what they're doing. So that's what I tell all new fighters. Like, if you are worried about your weight, first off, make sure you diet in properly. Make sure you're eating enough, and make sure you're not eating anything like unhealthy. Like, don't go eat water burger. You know, you gotta fight. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. But diet is key when it comes to to everything else. You know what I mean? So you're in shape, you feel healthy, you feel you feel better. And you know what I'm saying? So it's it's it could be real dangerous. So that's what I tell people. It's, you don't want to be there for 30 minutes Dude. with a freaking sauna suit on. So do you have any like uh hero or idol like fighter that you kind of look up to that you're like that's my dude right there kind of thing? I got a few. Uh Israel, you know, Israel Adesanya. I don't know, you know who he is? Oh, actually, I don't. Really? I need to expand my UFC now. <laughs> yeah. I just know a lot of the, like, the really huge names. Like Anderson Silva, yeah, like yeah. Connor. I like Israel. He was uh, a glory kickboxer, Muay Thai guy. He fought, he was like 79 and like, uh, I think, like six or something like that. 79 and nine or something. But, anyways, he. I kind of knew a little bit about him before he even came to the UFC, uh, but he was like he was like a really dope kickboxer. But I already said I, like, I love Anderson Silva. He the goat. Can't tell me otherwise. That dude is the goat. Anderson Silva and Israel. Them the main two that I like. I kind of I try to like I watch some fights and kind of mimic and try to take some of their moves, some of their style, the way they fight. You know what I mean? So those two are. My favorite people I look up to. Now, um, <laughs> you're, uh, we're gonna get to that in a sec. Uh, <laughs> your next fight, dude. You know who you're fighting? Yeah, I'm fighting a guy named Chris Herrera. What have you seen about him so far? Um, he, he's an old, old school style fighter. Um, It'll, it'll be a it'll be a tough fight. It'll be probably be my 
Uh, I think we're out. Well, it'll be a really good fight. I'll say that. <laughs> How does he fight? He train. He's a jujitsu guy slash Muay Thai guy. So he's like a all around MMA guy. I would say. Yeah. Okay. So he's a uh, he's pretty he's pretty decent. He fought. Uh, he did have like two fights in Bellator in like twenty fifteen and twenty nineteen. So I don't, I think it was twenty nineteen. No, it was twenty seventeen. Something like that. Anyways, that's beside the point. But he's a pretty decent fighter. It'll be it'll be a good fight. Uh. When I win, it'll boost my stock. So that'll be that'll be good to invest in Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll seriously it'll be it'll be good though uh, to to win that fight and and kind of boost my stock a little bit, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. October twenty second, Reed Arena. Show up, be there. You know what I'm saying? Pull up. Dude, man, I'm excited. After I saw the last one, I was like, dude, I said, man, I felt bad I missed like your first one before that. Like, um, yeah, but I had one in um, at the, um, what was it out there? In Houston? Or? No, you had one in town at the Expo. Expo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was like like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I fought for a belt. Um, yeah, that those two were like three years ago. And then I fought in Philly. And then I fought here so and i'll fight here again you know what's funny is i thought brenda was gonna hate being there but she like she loved it. it yeah she loved, yeah. It. She loved like the animosity yeah I'm, I'm telling you i tell like a lot of people that some sometimes they're kind of iffy and i'm just like first off don't worry about me i'll be fine either way it goes i'm okay you know what i'm saying just come have fun it's a great it's a good atmosphere you know when you're there and you hear all these other these other people screaming and you see fights it's like it's it's, it's a really good experience you know what i'm saying so i like going to fights that i'm not even fighting at you know what i'm saying i love going i go watch my teammates fight i got uh three teammates actually fighting for belts um on the second october 2nd so that'll be i'm gonna go go to houston and watch them get those belts um has COVID affected fighting at all for you? Like recent COVID stuff is that like giving you any issues i mean last in june Kinda, but not really. I think more so uh, some of the fans were kind of skeptical of coming because of COVID. You know what I'm saying? So, but before that, it was it was kind of hard to find, even find a fight. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when COVID, like, first hit, it was, like, hard to find a fight because nobody had shows, uh, mainly because, you know, COVID restrictions. You couldn't fly out anywhere, really, or you had to... You know, we all had to get COVID, uh, take a COVID test before we fought last time. But then TDLR, they we don't have to do that anymore. So it's just it was crazy those first few that first year actually of COVID was. I was trying to fight, couldn't find one, and I was just like, what? I almost like gave up, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, man, you know what? Fuck it. Like can't find a fight. You know what I'm saying? But then you I was walked like, away from it. No, huh? no, yeah, I thought about it. It was like that. It was that. it was just it was frustrating. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, nah, bro, nah, I done worked too hard to just quit. You know what I'm saying? And I just kept kept going. So did you get the vaccine? No. You gonna get the vaccine? No. Why not, Kendall? <laughs> Kendall's not a sheeple. <laughs> I am not getting a vaccine because it doesn't make any sense to me. What does it make sense, Kendall? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything literally doesn't make sense. So if you must know, Laney's gonna love you. Gonna love it. <laughs> I tell this all the time. 
I'm not getting a vaccine because I got two main reasons. First reason, I don't know what's in it. And I could get COVID if I got the vaccine. So I'll take my chances. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I take a shot that could potentially get me sick or I can still have the chance to get COVID, that don't make sense to me. I'm not getting it. And then the second reason, it's too close to the market of beasts for me. Like why? For those of y'all, the market of beasts and revelation, read the whole Bible, read the revelation chapter. You understand what I'm talking about. Anyways, it ain't the mark of the beast, but it's close to it. So I ain't, I ain't, I ain't pushing that away. I ain't taking it. So, well, you know what makes me so, uh, <laughs> so questioning of it more than anything? Yeah. Is if like if there wasn't this big push, like, the, you yeah, have to take yeah, the vaccine. Exactly. Exactly. I might actually consider taking that, it. But the fact that you're like shoving that stuff yeah, into the back yeah, of my throat, yeah. I'm just like, nah. What's your incentive? Yeah, the, what it's like they're what offering. Are you trying to give they, they're, they're offering free vaccines. <laughs> Why? Free is never free. Free is never free. You're giving so, up something. I'm telling you. And the, the crazy thing to me is it's like, okay, I was I was driving in my car one day and I was listening to the radio and then popped on, right? Hey, if you get the vaccine, uh you can enter for a chance to win a free semester of school. Like, what? <laughs> When they had to do that for the flu, you never like think about this, people. They didn't even do it for the flu, so it don't make sense. If I had already gotten my vaccine and they did that shit, I would have been so pissed. <laughs> I'm like, Am I submitted? No, yeah, new customers only. I'd be so mad, but, um, but no, nah, I ain't getting, I ain't getting a vaccine. Uh, uh, it don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, um, my thing is, it's like, and a lot of people have said it, you know, a lot of people already said this, and it's kind of where it resonated really hard with me was there was no push to get healthier during COVID. It was just take this and all your problems go away. away. Yeah. But you do have a chance of still getting COVID. So. No offense, though, but if I see a morbidly, oh, morbidly, morbidly <laughs> obese person outside wearing a mask. I laugh every time, every time I see that. Every time, because I'm like, dude, you have so many other things to be concerned yeah. about. Yeah, no, and and most of the people that quote-unquote died from COVID had underlying conditions. Yeah. So you got to think about how many people in America have asthma, and COVID attacks the lungs, right? So if they have asthma already, they have a it's, it could be more fatal for them because their lungs are weak. You see what I'm saying? Or for a smoker, somebody smokes... 12 pack, a pack of cigarette a day, whatever you want, you know, they it's, it's more likely they can get fatal. It could be fatal for them. You know what I'm saying? So if if I'm healthy, I work out, I eat properly, and I think I had COVID a while. Like, I had COVID, I think, when it first happened, and then, like, in the middle of the summer. And it, it felt like the flu. I mean, I it felt like the flu. So it was just a, little, a flu on steroids. That's all it is. And I mean, if you really think about it, before we get to the next question, where has the flu gone? Nobody got the flu last year. You know what's funny is my dad actually, we thought he had COVID. And he had the flu. And, you know, he has like a bad immune system yeah. and everything from his like past history. And um, the flu kicked his ass. Like, yeah. I, I, he, yeah it's, he, he had what they called walking pneumonia. Yeah. He's yeah. finally coming back. It's well, been it's six weeks. Right and and the scary thing about walking pneumonia is you don't really know you have it until you go to the doctor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. It's like, same thing. It's scary, bro. Like, you could 
really it could you could die from that from having walking pneumonia, not even know it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but hey, I, I say research the vaccine. Don't listen to all the doctors, but it's my opinion. You know, if I was like 50, 60 years old and I was like, shit, my life expectancy is on the back end, <laughs> I might strap up, get a shot, you know, but I have like hopefully a lot of life ahead of That's, me. So, yeah, you know, same. and also I was reading like it, RNA vaccines actually change your DNA. Yeah. So it means you, if you get that vaccine, yep. you're also passing on to your next kid, exactly. whatever's in there. So that, that was my biggest issue. I told my wife, I was like, you know, she was considering getting it. And I said, so all I'm going to tell you is, like, I don't think it's cool if we get the vaccine and then a child. If we we're, were done having kids, fine, yeah. get the vaccine. Yeah. But I was like, we don't know what's in it. Yeah. That kid's innocent. Nice. You know, so. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, no, I actually had a huge issue with it. I was just curious Be, what you thought Yeah, about. no, I had, I got, yeah. I, man, I could go all day about that stuff, bro. It's, it's It just bothers me how, and first off, like, you shouldn't, if, if it's, why are you, why do we have to get forced to get taken? Why can't, like in New York, you can't, or no, I think it's New York or Louisiana, one of them. You can't go to, you can't go anywhere unless you have it. You can't do anything unless you have it. Yeah, I would be out of New York. Right you know what I'm saying? Like, I, no, I'm, that don't make sense to me. You, yeah. You got to get, you, you tell you me to tell me I got to get vaccinated. Still got the chance of getting COVID. And then if I don't get it, I can't do anything. I'm the liability. Yeah. You like, know what? Like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think everybody should uh, get a workout regimen. At least if it's, if it's just walking for a mile a day, that's and eating healthy and all that stuff. America don't care. Like the government, you really think the government cares about us being healthy? If they did, there wouldn't be a McDonald's on every corner, a liquor store in every hood. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my two cents. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all opinionated. So no, I just love when people who have way more health concerns are only focused on one thing. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's bigger issues at hand than COVID. <laughs> now, so you're a famous, world-renowned internet troller. <laughs> what? The? No, I'm not. You that are Serious, serious clickbait guy. I do make it. gets a lot of looks and comments (laughs) on Facebook stuff. And honestly, like, your posts are probably that and pictures of Elijah are the only reasons I still get on. (laughs) (laughs) Brenda might post something. I'll check it out. I'll see Kendall. Trump sucks or something. (laughs) (laughs) I can't give my secrets away, but yeah, it's, it's pretty funny, man. What's the funniest, like, serious reaction you've had, like, from somebody uh, and what triggered it? Anything that has to do with politics triggers everybody. What direction? Any direction. Like, all, like, whenever Trump was president, I clapped at Trump. I clapped at Obama. I clapped at Biden. And <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You can't say anything wrong about Trump. Some people will agree with you on Biden because, you know, Biden a little iffy. Obama is kind of like, oh, you you can't do that. What should you possibly say bad about Obama? That he was a bad president. <laughs> <laughs> but he talked so eloquently. He did talk eloquently. He could just, like, tell you you're I mean, a piece of shit in the nicest way possible. <laughs> He'd be like, I like that. I, I mean, 
I like him. If he if he did if he it's okay. So like all the stuff, all the cool stuff he did, like the basketball team came to you know what I'm saying being the first quote unquote black president, whatever, all that stuff. That was pretty cool. He the way he like treated his family that was cool. But some of the policies and stuff I just didn't agree with. But that's just me. Do you think he really smoked weed in Hawaii? I mean, it's, I don't even know that. You didn't see that picture of him as a kid? Like, he was like a teenager wearing an afro. Oh, yeah, 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 He had like a Blunsky in his hand yeah. or something? I mean. As soon as that, I saw that, I was like, I'm voting for this If guy. that man right. want to smoke, let that man smoke. He in Hawaii, he chilling. <laughs> I think it was when he was like a kid or something. Yeah, I but like, I mean, you know, every every time somebody becomes president, they always put bring out the the big guns and go for their past. I mean, you they, know. They reach deep. They reach yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, um, politics is the, probably the main one people get pissed off about. Why do you think people have such emotional connections to politics? Like, like mm-hmm. what legitimate difference has any president really made in your life? None. It's, yeah, and people I mean, literally hate people because of their viewpoints. I really don't understand it. I think it's childish and stupid. I think if if we as people actually came together and actually cared about each other, then that's whenever you see a big difference in stuff. You know what I'm saying? If we actually care to listen, care to understand what somebody else is feeling or how they're thinking, then yes, we could grow as a country, grow as a community. You know what I'm saying? But as far as, I don't know why people get so pissed off about politics, but they just do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a gang. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't like that color. I'm going to attack you for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, but I do think some, I, I think it's mainly because one is, they, they, they make one look evil and one not, but it's the same government. You see what I'm saying? So they try to be like, oh, Democrats are evil. Republicans are Christian. You see what I'm saying? But it's the same government. It's all one. They're all one. They're all together. You see what I'm saying? That's what I think it is. I think people say, oh, this is evil. This isn't. You should vote for this person because he's an evil. But we all have, we're all sinners. We all lie. You know what I'm saying? So, but when you really deeply think about it, it's one government. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because, like, even and I love my grandma to death, but there's a lot of people like her. You know, it's not just her, but it's just someone I can relate to. Or even other people in my family, they yeah. talk about Trump like he's this prince. He's like, like they. It's king of the poor people. Or, it, they worship. Yeah. Some people, yeah. were, you would not believe all of the comments on my post and all of like the hatreds for people saying anything against Trump. Like one lady was like, Trump is, he's a, he's a beautiful man. I'm sh-, like, cause it was like, you know, he had rape allegations, right? So one rapper by the, yeah, no, I'm just no, Well, that too, that too. And, <laughs> The lady was like, she, it's like she defended him. And I was like, no, like, bro, it, it, it blew my mind. Like they, like she loved Trump so much, no matter what I say or what proof I brought to her, it was, she, she, like, I, cause I brought, I brought, I pulled up like the rape allegations and threw, and put it, posted it. Right. And she was like, well, Trump is a very handsome man. You see what I'm saying? That's like, that's like saying, that's like saying R. Kelly is a very handsome man. So he can do whatever he wants to these women. You see what I'm saying? That don't make sense. I'm just saying, red flag, like flag on a play, rough in the passer. That's you can't defend no rapist. You know what I'm saying? Even if let's say, even if it wasn't true, we don't know that. We wasn't there. 
I, I ain't gonna defend no rapist. You know what I'm saying? But if I have all the facts, then I'll be like, hey, these are the facts. You know what I'm saying? But I um, don't, hey, people are crazy for Trump. You know what I'm saying? What kills me is like, um, people. I guess what I want to say is like, um, how like people can just completely disown somebody because of their opinion. Like they have one opinion different from you, and all of a sudden this person is right. like a complete moron. Right. We just disregard them. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and, and my whole thing about politics, I didn't even vote because I was torn. I was torn between who should I, I was like, I don't want to vote for Biden because I don't agree with his policies, but I don't want to vote for Trump either because I don't agree with some of his policies, but he what he is better than Biden. In my opinion, Kendall, how do we get to this point in America where we're like, <laughs> we don't want Trump to win so badly that we elect a man with dementia, and it's just like, you know what, he's got it, like you know, like I'd say, when have we ever just said, let the dementia guy just run the country, <laughs> like forget it. Social okay. media, bro. Yeah. Social media, the news. I mean, there is fake. Trump wasn't lying when he said it's fake news. There is literally documentaries of how people make fake news. Because whenever I was get, like, whenever I started, I, I, I read, a, when I'm at work and I, and I ain't really busy, I get on YouTube, I read, I read a bunch of books, you know what I'm saying? So I always study a lot, you know what I'm saying? I say study, but I look up stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. People actually create fake documentaries. Like it was one, it's one on Hulu. I forgot what it's called, but it, it's about fake news. You know what I'm saying? You, when you watch it, you're going to be like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. Like people, like they even said when Obama, like the, it's like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a, a fake, like fake recording of like Obama talking and they just overlapped his voice and it's, it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was like they faked a bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So. How do, you, how do you like determine what's fake anymore? That's you know true. I mean? like, that's it's like that's this shit looks real. You it does. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But so, and then you believe it, and then like you see something that totally disproves what you just saw, and you're like, yeah. "What is?" Well, it it's really like it's like the Afghan thing. I was I, I seen a video, and the lady made like a very valid point. She was like, "So you mean to tell me that the Taliban took over Afghanistan, right? Or the capital of Af- of Kabul, right? It's Kabul, I think. They took over." And we have news outlets over there recording it. That doesn't make sense, right? They took over it. I believe they did actually take over the, that part of that, that uh, part of the country or the capital, whatever you want to call it. The Taliban did, but we got people over there recording it and putting it on the news. That don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are how are you there? Are you safe? And they want to kill Americans, but you there recording on live news and you recording it. I don't know. Something is fishy. I question everything is what I say. You know, I don't understand what we're even doing over here at this point. It's been like 20 years. Yeah. Like, I mean. Like, we have so much technology. This war should be over. You know what I, mean? I just don't know why we can't have everything Americanized. Like, why can't we? We have a shit ton of oil here. First off, that's the only reason why we was even over there. They said it was the Twin Towers, but it was because we were not going to go into that. Fact, <laughs> <laughs> we was looking for oil. We wanted their oil, and we got in bed with them, and 
we helped train their military to fight off the Taliban to get oil in return, in my opinion. But you know, I saw it's this, all resources. I saw this crackhead, uh, like conspiracy theorist, was like, uh, and you know what's funny is is it actually kind of made business sense, but he basically <laughs> said that we hire terrorists to go destroy places, and then we come in and act like the good guy, kind of like those nurses that like, almost kill people and then save them. Oh, like, it's like the, oh, I, forgot, I forgot what that's called. Uh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. That's like, like a psychological thing going on. But uh, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. We're that's fighting fact. like fake people or some shit. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, like if that's how uh, it works. But it, it yeah. sounds kind of weird when you think about it. Yeah, but it does. I don't know. Like I, growing up, like my grandpa always said, like and he was like not in the right state of mind towards later on in life, but he was always saying something like, "It's all crooked." You know, and I didn't even know what he was talking about. And then I get yeah. older and I'm like, everything. Oh, oh, it's, shit, it's, it's, all it's like we're in a matrix, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's <laughs> crazy, though. You know, the world is torn. It feels like we are in a matrix, though. Like, it's all this weird shit's happening. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, it, it, it just. OK, so my whole thing about the Taliban and stuff. 9-11 is. We're going there. It's in. <laughs> Bro, hold on. How many days we got till nine eleven? It's uh, in like what? Seven days. Seven days. That's next next Saturday. Is nine eleven? That's when we're releasing this podcast. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that the Taliban just so happened to take over right before the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven? I don't know, bro. You know, I didn't even think about that one. It's. I think it's some shit gonna go down. So. Twenty twenty. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but seriously though, like it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's just it's just I question everything, think about it, and interpret and take what I can from it. But I mean, I would not be surprised. I don't trust the government, you know. So it is what it is. I don't trust them at all. No, it's it's bad, dude, and it's bad. Like um. Like on social media, like yeah. you see, like where they'll take down videos that like benefit a certain party. Facts. Generally, the Democratic. Um, I mean, I don't know. So my whole thing about Trump getting banned on Twitter, that was fucking crazy. It's it. So many people post the most outrageous stuff, stuff in exactly. the world. Like, I have seen shit on Twitter like, that made me question humanity's existence. Like, bro, you can you can literally watch a video of a dude getting his head cut off, but Trump can't hurt your feelings on Twitter. People just soft, man. Like, it's 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 crazy to me. They're soft when it benefits. Them. Yes. Yep. That's true. I, I, people are still hard. I assure you, bro. <laughs> get on Twitter, you will find out. <laughs> oh, Twitter, Twitter. That's a different beast right there. I had to delete my Twitter. For real? It was yeah. bad. It was bad. <laughs> Twitter is not a place for uh, intelligent conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a place to say like, it's like what can get the most reactions out of yeah. people. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's where you would excel. You can be on Twitter, bro. I don't know if you uh, are, but you nah. Facebook. I, I got a Twitter, but I'll never use it. Dude, get off Facebook. You do Twitter. <laughs> follow, get all the same people to follow you. Twitter it up. You will be viral in like a week. I promise you. Yeah, uh, that's it, crazy. That's crazy, dude. You know, and what's funny is I wish I could post the things you post. But sadly, me, um, not to like stereotype, but, you know, a lot of my family... Are Republicans, so uh, I would really be attacking one side really if I post on Facebook. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I try to keep it even. Some people say, "Oh, you only you only attack Republicans," and I'll I post. About you do keep it even. You I try right, right down the middle. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they only see the post about Republicans because they're the main ones that only that respond to the comments. Like people. Oh, so Facebook, like you think Facebook manipulates who sees what based on I mean, reaction? It's possible because it, I mean, it, it basically, like my feed is full of like fighting stuff, food, and like all the people I follow. You know what I'm saying? But it does filter it, so I think like you could be probably right. It, you know what I'm saying? But I think if it, whatever has like the most reactions, most comments, what'll be filtered the most? You know what I'm saying? More people on my as has me as a friend will see that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that. But yeah, like I said, a lot of a lot of people that are Republican would probably comment if I said Trump isn't a good president, or if I said like Obama's better than Trump or Biden's better than Trump, they'll react to it. Have you ever had family react to it? No. Do they know what you're doing? Like, like no. what your angle is? <laughs> or they just don't get involved in they Facebook they or don't. politics? They don't. I mean, no. I mean, if we if we talk about politics, we talk about it on a personal level, like at home or at a reunion or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Has uh, your family ever read the comments and be like, you need to chill out? Like, no. No, no, no. no. I mean, okay. Laney has. Yeah, she told me. <laughs> What did Lainey say? She was Poor like, lady. She's so nice. <laughs> she is. Like, what are you doing? She's like, why do you piss people off so much? It was like, okay. Most of the... Okay. Okay, at least half of the posts I post is like I'm sharing something that I agree with. See what I'm saying? Like, I'll share it because I agree with it. You know what I'm saying? I said... I, I, I tell it straight. I, I post what I feel like is the truth. You know what I'm saying? I post what I feel like is the truth. So if I feel like Biden doing a, Biden's doing a horrible job, I'm going to post it. I'm going to share it. If somebody said it, I share it. If, if somebody posts something, I like, I like deep intellect thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot. So like if somebody, if I see somebody, they say they don't like Trump, share. And then whenever I share it, the ball rolling. Cause one of my friends, Christian, he uh he trolls with me, but dude is like on a different level though, <laughs> like higher, huh? Like higher, yeah, bro. Like, like it's, it's, I, cause he he'll get into it, people on my Facebook, and that's why I, sometimes like I won't respond. I'll just let people just they just argue. Yeah, I noticed you never comment back. I, mostly, I, most of the time yeah. I don't, but cause it's just like y'all literally cannot comment, and it'll be fine. I'm still, I still got my point across. I still want people to understand this is where I stand. This is how I feel on certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? Especially being black in America. I mean, you know, so I'll share something. All these people will comment on it and I'll just sit back and just read the comments because he'll be in the comments trolling them even harder. And I'm just sitting here like laughing so hard. I'll be driving home from work, just laughing at the comments. And it's, it's just funny, man. I swear. I just got to get a laugh in. I kind of do the same thing, but not like on social media. Um, I like, you know, I work in construction. Yeah. And now I'm in Austin doing construction. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like uh, they're doing uh, the new basketball arena for UT right now. Nice. So Austin's a good mix of your Republicans and Democrats in construction. Most of construction is like, I mean, around here is all Republican, yeah. so you know which when you, you know what you get. Yeah, but over there you get a mixture, so it's a lot of fun. Like uh, I like to mess with people because 
What I've noticed, like, that's why I love this so much, is I can't have deep conversations at work. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people in construction. They're, they're hardworking, but they're very simple-minded. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll say some shit off the wall, and they'll be like, what? Like, <laughs> what is this guy talking yeah, about? Yeah, they'll think you're crazy. Like, yeah. I, like honestly, I've been called crazy many a times because the way I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly, I don't think the earth is flat. It could be, though. See what I'm saying? Like, I, it... I'm not 100% sure if it's round or if it's flat because we've been lied to so much. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen this. I don't exactly. Know. Yeah, so that's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So people are, you're crazy. You don't, don't trust probably, Elon? Huh? You, you don't trust Elon or what? No. He's you a billionaire. He probably is. I mean, I never met him. So I just, I just don't trust big corporations and government. Yeah. He really bit me over on that Dogecoin thing. <laughs> He did that SNL skit, and his mom was like, <laughs> was bad. came out. Like, I had, like, dude, no lie. I sold, like, almost all of my stocks, like, Tesla and everything, and put it into Doge. It was about six grand. Why and, did you uh, sell Tesla, though? Uh, because it was going to be, like, a short-term little bit. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have never <laughs> sold Tesla. It was going to be, like, I was supposed to make money right before that SNL skit, skyrocket, sell. A lot of people were thinking like this, and it was very dumb, but... Supposedly, he was going to do the SNL skit, promote Doge. It was, was going to skyrocket. Yeah. And I was going to sell at 75 or whatever. If you would have hit a dollar, bro, I would have been. Dude. Yeah, at, one point, at one point in time, I was up like $4,000. Yeah, it should have pulled out. Well, the thing was, dude, is uh, it, I didn't expect it to happen. Like, his mom came out. Did you watch the skit? No. His mom basically came out and it was like, I don't know, like he got her like a Christmas present mm-hmm. and she was like, well, I hope it's not Dogecoin. And it was like the opening skit of SNL. And then it just goes, just like fell, massive sell off. And I'm just like down like of several thousands of dollars. And I like pretty much ripped my hair out. <laughs> and when I, whenever I came back, even I sold out immediately. I was like, yeah. that was the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And ever since then, I was like, forgive you, man. <laughs> Like, how could you ever allow that yeah. to happen, you piece of shit? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> you could have did a little bit better than that. Yeah, you're supposed so. to be like the, the Doge father. Yeah, in fact. I was hoping it was like, it was going to skyrocket too. So, I just had a few hundred in there. And I was hoping it'd go up. Took me out a thousand out of <laughs> Dude, my homie, I won't mention his name, but um, he took his first stimulus check and was like, ah, I don't, he was working. So, he was like, I don't need this. Bought Doge right before COVID. Oh, yeah, Boy, dude. yeah. I know. Is, I know uh, a few people that um that bought Doge like a long, long time ago. Same thing like Bitcoin. Like I, I remember back in like 2015, whenever I was training my coach, one of my coaches, coaches at the time, he um he was really high on this Bitcoin thing. He's like, man, I'm gonna invest in Bitcoin. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know shit about stocks. You know we never saying? taught that. I, I, yeah, School exactly. taught us about geometry. And they taught us yeah. about dead presidents that didn't benefit us. No, no. Yeah. They didn't teach you shit. About they, didn't te- they didn't teach you anything that you needed to know <laughs> in nothing, life. Nothing. nothing <laughs> except nothing. adding and subtracting. But yeah, he, he was talking about Bitcoin back then. And then I'm looking at Bitcoin now and I'm just like, holy shit. Because he invested, like when he told me he invested, he invested like 10K, 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 20, 30. And then, you know, Bitcoin shot up like a few years ago. It just went all the way up. Ballpark me. What's, what's he sitting on? I don't know. He didn't. I haven't talked to him about it. Yeah, you ain't ever going to talk to him again. <laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> that dude is gone. Yeah. He sold. I mean, 
He's on he, the beach. He, he already had a he already had a bit. He had two businesses at the time. Dude was uh he's smart, man. He's smart. Smart business person. So and it's always good to always, 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 I tell everybody, make sure you at least have two to three people you can call to talk about finances with. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I can talk to my father in law. I can talk to uh my boxing coach Drew, he fighting too. Uh I can talk to Chris's dad, Monty, I can talk to Pops, I can talk to him. You know what I'm saying? I got so many people around me I can talk to about finances. Like, okay, what do I need to know about credit cards? What do I need to know about like buying a house? What do I need to know about all this stuff? You know what I'm saying? We was never taught that in school. They never taught us how to buy a house. Some people don't even know how to write a check. You know what I'm saying? I get oh, no joke. Yeah, I get I get people coming in to pay rent and they don't know how to write out a check. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, what the heck? Like, we was never taught this stuff. And you teach people how to write a check. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just I, you write your amount here, name, sign, and yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I'm the youngest brother, but I feel like I have to teach my older brothers all this stuff that I learned. You know what, what I'm saying? you got? Four. Four? I got three brothers. Or, yeah, three brothers and one sister. Yeah, I knew your sister. Right. Yeah, 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 it's four. Yeah, I got you. So I got uh two half R oh, shit. I got five. I got four brothers. You forgot a sibling? Yeah, I did. Who did you forget? He was just Say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was born uh he 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 like seven. Yeah, he's seven. Six or seven. So he um yeah, I got dude, I'm trying to teach all of them about being smart with your money. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean y'all are older than me, but Y'all gotta know, like, hey, you gotta manage your money, man. Cause if you don't, you something will happen, and now you in a hole, and then you gotta catch back up. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to be in this continuous cycle of always being broke, living paycheck to paycheck, and you know what I'm saying? It sucks. I'm, I'm, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So you don't, you don't want to live paycheck to paycheck for the rest of your life. Not nobody does. Dude. Money is freedom, sadly, but it see, is. My parents taught me save, 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 save. But I never learned invest, 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 invest. Because yeah. saving don't do, I mean, you lose 2% a year just on interest. Yeah. No telling how much we lost during COVID. Fact. People say like 2 or 3%, they're lying. We yeah. lost. We probably so lost no more way. Than, yeah. We just like tripled, like, what was it, like 3 or $4 trillion or something? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Money's worthless. Facts. You know but saving, saving money and learning where to put it, how to spend it, not spend it on BS all the time. Tax like, loopholes. Yeah. Facts. Facts. That's yeah. a big one. Uh, and the main thing is, like, don't think you don't have to buy something nice for yourself or for somebody. You know what I'm saying? If you have it, budget it in there. You know what I'm saying? If you go out to, if you know, if you know how you are and you go out to eat every month or every week, once a week or something, budget it in your budget. You know what I'm saying? Put it in your budget. That way you know how much you're putting in and how much you saving. You see what I'm saying? See, I'm so bad about budget. I just like pull money out, cash, stash it, and I don't even look at it. That's what until I, I find what I do with it. But yeah, no. it, it it sucks because it's hard. We we get so caught up with life, we just don't have we don't take time to sit up right and write this budget out for this month. Let me write this budget out. You know what I'm saying? And then you have unexpected uh, expenses. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to figure out. Oh shit! I didn't put this in my budget. How am I pay for it? You got to take something out. You know what I'm saying? So. It's, you got to make sure you do. I, I tell everybody I talk to budget 
and it's the best thing created. Whoever you use an app, you just do it on paper. I do it on paper. Okay. Yeah, okay. but I mean, you can use an app. I use a spreadsheet. Every you make now. the same check every week. Or don't you? It depends. I get commission. You, make, you can, but but I, I I do it off of my base. Okay. So okay. I don't do it off of the commission. See what I'm saying? So whatever I make base is all budget. That's my budget. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I make extra, I'll either spend it or we'll go out to eat or I'll save it. So that's what sucks about me is my pay fluctuates. Like sucks is like you get paid mm-hmm. holidays. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, like we'll get like Christmas off and Christmas Eve and that checks like three days and then whatever. Like this is Labor Day weekend. So I was off three days and like I go from making yada yada to like half that. Yeah. So, man, like, I don't know. This whole construction thing is like. Yeah. It, it's up and down. Kids, stay in school, man. Stay but, in school. Start your own business. Do not. But it is. Construction. Today. You can. I will say. I mean, if you. It, my, like, my whole thing with Aaliyah. It's like, I would love for you to go to college. But if you're going to go to college, go to college for something big. Be a lawyer. Be a doctor. See what I'm saying? Don't waste that time in college being like a. What is something like a teacher. Like I love teachers. I thank y'all. Y'all are y'all are like a different breed because y'all are blessed. Y'all have that. Y'all can deal with all those kids. I can't. But I know disrespect to teachers is just like an example. You know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of debt to make thirty, forty thousand dollars a year. Exactly. Yeah. If you're gonna go to debt, go to debt for something that you know for a fact will pay off. You know if you a lawyer, if you a good lawyer, that shit gonna pay off. If you're a good doctor, that shit gonna pay off. You I mean, see you're what I'm a bad saying? Lawyer, but yeah. if you if you don't want to go to school, you're gonna go do something with your life. I don't want you to be at my house. I I you I love my daughter. She can say it as much as she wants, as long as she wants. See what I'm saying? But you're not finna sit up here and not do nothing for these years. You need to learn how. If you want to be a plumber, be a plumber. If you want to be an electrician, be an electrician. Go to trade school, learn something. See what I'm saying? Learn how to start a business if that's what you want to do. So I don't think nothing's wrong with school or not going to school. You just have to have a plan in place. You know, I think there's a new version of school too, though. And um, I wish I would have done this actually. If depending on what Elijah's, cons- you know, interested in when he's older, yeah. you know, if he wants to be a lawyer, doctor, yeah, go to college. Facts. If you want to go work, go work. That's your choice. Facts. But um, no one talks about mentorships. Like, like, let's say you wanted to be an interior designer or something. Yeah. Like, like my sister's an interior designer. Like, I stress this to her. Like, say, like, she wants to go to college for interior design. I'm like, say, like, go to school for accounting so you learn how to run a business. Hmm. And then go mentor someone while you're in school So you in that area. Yeah, yeah. Like an internship or something. Yeah. With somebody like, with, that does that. Yeah. Like, I will work for you for free. Let me come help you. I want yeah. to learn from you. Right. Or if, or even then she can go to like at home, like the store. It's like a big store that has nothing but home stuff. If you want to be an interior designer, you can help people design the inside of their home. That's another way to do it. Too. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So while you're at school, you're working in a place where you have the option to, okay, what do you like? It's like selling a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you like? Just What's your favorite color? What do you like to do? How do you want this room? Do you want this to be like a game room? What games do you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you building this up to help them get put, okay, well, we have this, this, and this option for you. And now you, and now you know how to sell stuff. So now you can sell in interior designer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, that's too expensive. Okay. We don't have this option. We have this one. It's the same thing. It's a little cheaper though. You see what I'm saying? Now she know how to sell. Now you know how to do all this stuff. So you, it's a win-win regardless. 
is how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? So it's piggybacking off them them steps. See that that was my issue when I was a kid. Was I was like um, I was like 18 years old. And I, I hadn't experienced enough life to like tell you what I want to do. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what I want to do right now. Yeah, I just do shit. And yeah. if I like it, I keep doing it. If I don't, I don't. But I was like 18 years old, and the obligation was if you didn't go to college, your parents were like nothing against my parents, but it was the norm. But it was like mm-hmm. you're failing. Yeah, if you're not going to college, you're a failure. You know, yeah. Yeah. Sky, you're doing great. I love you. You're the family favorite. Ha ha ha. But <laughs> she went to college, and everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, Sky's doing this." You know, but you know, realistically, there's like other accomplishments in life um, besides college. Besides college, like I don't necessarily think college. I mean, I think happiness back, and success. I think I think back in the day, back in the day, college made sense because you can go to college and then you can pay that debt off, and then you can make a lot of money. But the economy, the cost of living, everything just shot up. You go to college. You know what I'm saying? And now you're in debt from college and then you can barely get a job now for your field that you want to go for. See what I'm saying? It's, it's But back then you could do that. Well, also society's changing too. Facts. Like the, the kids nowadays can't go work construction hmm. because they're too soft. They've spent all day inside playing video games. Doing this yeah. shit. <laughs> Texting. Texting. Uh, you know, whatever kids do nowadays. Don't even ask me. I don't even know besides that but then i've seen new guys go out in the construction field and they're like weak and they don't understand how to take directions mm-hmm. and how to deal with criticism yeah. facts right they like have been sheltered their whole lives so that whole construction thing's like lessening um and you're seeing this abundance of college educated people which is like a waste after a certain extent yeah it's like yeah um, you went to college for what you know what i'm saying like you you got the degree and everything but you don't understand the work you know what I'm saying? Are they not a hard worker? Yeah, it's like a huge imbalance of mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, shit. or people thinking they need to go to college and then they go waste two years. Like like me, like I went to college and what did I learn? I learned uh, history was written by the winner. Facts. <laughs> and um, don't drink the trash can punch. <laughs> <laughs> I see that too. So, uh, yeah. bad, bad things happen. Um, but realistically, it was a waste of my parents' money, my time. When I didn't even know what the hell I wanted to do. And then so uh, I actually failed out of college twice, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, first time I was 19, I was working at uh, Christopher's. I was waiting tables at Wings and more. On top of that, I had terrible study planning. Yeah. Failed out. And then I went back when I was in school and I was like working full time and going to school. And then I couldn't still tell myself why I was there. So I just, I just yeah. yeah. I didn't even go. I ain't a lot of you. At first, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to. At first, I was like, man, I'm going to get a, a scholarship or offer letter from somebody, you know what I'm saying? And I can go uh, play football, and that didn't happen. And that's a whole different story for a different day. I heard a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We won't talk about it. We ain't going to talk about that. That's we ain't going to put nobody on blast. We ain't going to put nobody on blast. But anyway, that's a piece of shit, though. Yeah, that's messed up. Yep. He held letters from some of the people at the hey. school. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get you in trouble. But anyway, I ain't going to get in trouble. Can't nobody. I'm already canceled. Uh, <laughs> by who? Every, hey, I ain't canceled. I just say that. You can't uh, cancel somebody that don't care. Uh, <laughs> but um, nah, like, I was like, man, I'm going to go to college. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. You that? <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I don't even, like, something happened with the admissions. Like, they, they, like, at Blend, they messed all my stuff up. 
Like it was crazy, bro. Like I'm trying to go to school. They, I got all the financial aid and stuff in place, and then something happened, and it was like, oh, we can't get you in or something. I was like, man, you know what? F it. And I just started working, and then I had, I, I was gonna have Aaliyah, and I was like, I'm, I gotta make sure I work so I can take care of my child. You know what I'm saying? That was the only thing on my mind at that point. Blinn literally says that Blinn, you're in, and yeah. you could not deal with the missions. Like what? Like, nah, like they not, not for like because of grade reasons. No, no, like they like um like for some reason I, they messed up my name and <laughs> messed up like bro, it was crazy. Like they they got my name mixed up with somebody else's. And it was like this whole ordeal. They tried to make me pay like $700 for something. And I was like, you know what? I ain't going to come here. And I said, fuck it. And I just started working. I started working at a tire shop. And then... You worked at a tire shop? Yeah. Which one? It was it's called Pilgrims. It's off University. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's like right there by uh, Fuego. It's like right behind Fuego. That wasn't a fun job, was it? No. It <laughs> absolutely. I got paid pretty well. But it sucked, dude. Like, I worked seven days a week. And then my grandma was sick and I was like, I didn't take a day off. I was working like seven days a week straight. I was barely even training back then. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, I can't let you off. Oh, he was pissed off because I was taking off. My grandma was sick, bro. Like, she was almost, she, she was going to die. And I was like, I need to go see her. And he was, he was all pissed off. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I quit. I just left. <laughs> and then I got a different job. Then I started working uh, in apartments, and that's why I've been there since. So it's crazy how it all like worked out. Cause I love my job. My bosses is they're real cool. They they know I fight. They let me off for my fights and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty dope. Doesn't sound like too physically of a strain. No, nah, exactly. Oh, and and I did uh, after the pill because I helped put up mobile homes, and then I went to apartments. So. Because the mobile homes, I was doing that and trying to train at the same time. That shit wasn't working. Is that how you got like the end for that commercial? No, no, no. No, no, no? No, I'm about, I thought that was the company you might nah, have been nah, working nah, for while you were fighting. Well, I mean, technically, yes, but no. Okay, okay. They, okay. We helped the, the, the company I worked for was like an off branch of a different company, and they helped put mobile homes around all around Brazos Valley. Okay, okay. So, yeah. uh, but. He, my uh, pops, Monty, he got me the job at the uh, the putting up mobile homes, and he's the reason why I was in the commercial. Oh no way! Yeah, he was yeah. the in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was. That like, was he, a dope. Commercial. He was like, "Hey, you want to be in a commercial?" Heck yeah! Like, what? Why not? <laughs> Dude, it was, it was, if you haven't seen the commercial, go to Palm Harbors on Facebook, at Brian College Station, and you'll see it. So, it's a good commercial, man, dude. And dude, I think we uh I I was only planning on editing an hour, but dude, we we, we got a pretty good session, dude. Yeah, that was an hour. That's good. Man, uh Kendall man, you you're real good dude, man. Thanks, I appreciate bro. you doing this. Thank you and, for having me. It was it's fun. You know, I'm always down to come back. Dude. We can maybe get a group thing going, you know, get get a group discussion in, talk about some stuff. I I, I love talking. I like deep deep conversation I like thinking a lot you know what I'm saying so I'm always down to have a intelligent conversation you know what I'm saying even jokes you know <laughs> so no dude good show and uh, appreciate you coming on I'm looking to come get you back on right after your fight right after you knock that cat out <laughs> what's we'll up we'll be chopping it up man but cheers buddy thanks bro yep.